get a splash. It's time for the Deli Drop Podcast. Go grab your glass. It's time for the Deli Drop Podcast. Yes. Yes, everyone. It's me, Courtney. Courtney with a K, and you're listening to the Deli Drop Podcast. So, you know, today is mentioning Monday, so we are definitely going to mention some of the highlights from the football over the weekend today. And I have my favorite person to talk about sports with, my mommy. <laughs> Yes. Hi, everybody. I am back. Thank you once again. (laughs) So before we get into it, because there's a lot to be said about the Saints versus the Panthers and, you know, even everything that was going on with the Kansas City Chiefs lost and stuff. So there's a lot to talk about. But before we get into that, I just have to say I tried my first festive drink this holiday season and I really should have just did what everyone else did and just went to Starbucks, I guess, because I tried eggnog for the first time, y'all, but I didn't try the real eggnog. I tried the eggnog with almond milk. And let me tell you, I, I won't say that it's nasty. Let me just say it wasn't for me. <laughs> uh, let me just agree. It wasn't for me either. I don't think eggnog is intentional to be with almond milk. However, if, you know, you're watching your calories and, you know, you have lactose intolerance, I'm sure it's something that could be an acquired taste for you. But if you know eggnog, that's not it. Well, I don't know eggnog. All I know is that wasn't for me. So maybe next time I think I'll try going to Starbucks like everyone else and just stick to it. But you know what I do do for myself? Like I love that peppermint mocha creamer flavor. I love that putting that into coffee. So I'm just going to I think I'm just stick to what I know. I don't generally try new things when it comes to food or, or drinks and stuff. And this was the first time I was like, let me try something of my own. I saw it. They did a good job marketing it in the store. It looked all pretty. They had all of the like, reindeers and like all the festive stuff around it. And I was like, you know what? Let me go in and get some eggnog. Maybe I needed to warm it up and put some whipped cream. Like maybe I had to, you know, dress it to make it right. But it just wasn't for me. Let me just say that. <laughs> no, you just have to get some real authentic eggnog. And then it might just be for you. We just got to chunk it up and try to get you some Atlanta or something to settle you down. But you got to try some real eggnog to understand what eggnog tastes like. Okay, she said the Atlanta because I'm lactose intolerant. She put my business all out there. <laughs> but it's it's okay. It's all good. So it's going to be a struggle for me to try the real eggnog since I'm lactose intolerant. Just like it was a struggle for the Saints with the Panthers. Like, yes, we won. Yes, we won. But do you think we should be proud of the win, Mom? I'm proud of any W that the Saints take. Yes. Who that? Who that? (laughs) We took that game. Yes, it was a struggle. Yes, it should not have looked so hard to conquer a team that only had one win this whole season. But, again, I'm grateful for the win. We still did better in the red zone than what we typically have been doing, so I'll take that as well. We were missing my baby, Cam Jordan, for the last two games, and the defense wasn't the best, but they still held their own. You know, they had some improvements that needed to be made, but they did an overall good job. So was it the best game I've ever seen? But did I enjoy it? Hell yeah. Go Saints. Go Saints. And on top of that, Atlanta lost. 
Go yes, go yes. Go yes? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> go yes? <laughs> yes, that Atlanta went down to North Carolina because that made us all three tied at the same score in our division. Okay, okay. Well, that is some good news. But, you know, um, you know, with, with all good news do come a little little bit of a little flower of bad news, okay? So I wouldn't necessarily say this was bad, but it was interesting nonetheless. I did see during the game that it looked like there was some problems, you know, trouble at paradise, as they would say. Um, the who was it? Eric McCoy, the center. He was seen shouting at Derek Carr, like right after that second fail drive. He was yelling at Derek Carr. Now, I don't know what the argument was about, but after Derek Carr was sacked for a loss of nine yards on the third down, we saw center Eric McCoy yelling. <laughs> so, and then I think I saw um, Kamara like get involved, like try to calm McCoy down. So no one knows exactly what that argument was about, but it seemed like you know even some of the players are not so happy with Derek Carr's performance. Well, I just think it's built up frustration because um, you know again. The team isn't where they should be, especially with having a veteran quarterback such as Derek Carr. However, um, you know, we've taken a lot of loss. We've had uh, a lot of key players that's been injured um, and delayed with playing and things of that nature. So at this point, especially again, like I said, going up against the Panthers, you know, you would anticipate the game to just be a blowout for the Saints. This should have been just an easy win. Yet it almost looked like a struggle. And at one point, you know, I was almost doubting if they were gonna actually pull it off. There's a poor little rookie quarterback on um the the Panthers side. He did his very best. I mean, he turned into the running back, he turned into his own receiver. He was like a one man show that amounted to very little. <laughs> but he did try his best and being a rookie quarterback, man, if he had a stronger team um, he probably would be a force to reckon with. But um, he's growing and learning and becoming better. But, again, that doesn't justify Carr, you know. So I think just the tensions are just on high for right now with the other team members. But they'll get it together. I'm sure the coach has addressed the issue, and they'll get it together. They'll come, they'll come back together. And um, we all we saw earlier Cam, New, um, Cam Jordan was um, on the sidelines coaching the, the rookie uh, defensive end that was playing out there. Um, in his place so it, it, it all looks positive to me but you know I'm a diehard so there's not never gonna be anything I'm gonna say too too bad about my team she's talking about Bryce uh, Young too and referring to the Carolina Panthers quarterback and Bryce Young definitely did his thing and uh, speaking of rookie quarterbacks CJ Stroud's been doing his thing but last game um, they I believe they played the Jets was not a the best game for the Texans. They um I think the I think the score was they only scored like six I think it was six to twenty something, don't quote me. But it wasn't the best game for the Texans. I did see the end of it and unfortunately CJ Stroud was hit and appeared to be injured. But I think they said it's just a head injury, but he was checked for concussions and, and was taken out of the game like towards the end. So that was that was pretty rough to see because the Texans have been doing so well lately. 
So that was a bit of a setback, but I'm looking forward to see how they recover from that as well. Um, did you watch any of the Texans game? Do you care? <laughs> that, that's not nice. Don't indicate that I don't care about the NFL. I love the NFL. I'm more partial than I should be, but I do love the NFL. And I did not in particularly see the game because, again, once the the Texans game was during the same time as the Saints game. And um, right before the Saints game ended, I kind of switched to the Atlanta game to try to get some end um, looks at that. And I was so excited about the end of that game because when I tell you it was a nail-biter to the end to see them turn around and um, lose that game, oh, it was just it was amazing. It was a very good game. And, you know, I'm sorry for the Falcons loss, but not all the way. Um, but the Texans, I did see a clip of their young quarterback being walked off into the tunnel. And his eyes just looked very alarming to me. Didn't look like he was focusing well. So um, he more than likely should be maybe on the concussion protocol. I'm not certain. I didn't hear the outcome. Um, so like you say, don't quote me on that. <laughs> yeah, it was just ruled as a head injury from what I last saw. But when he did have the initial fall, like it literally like, um, I think they said that now they have some special helmets specifically for quarterbacks. And it's not clear if he was actually wearing one of the newer helmets because that's something new that the NFL just, like, started doing. I think this season may have been the first season that they um, included that. And it's, and I'm not sure if he was wearing it, but when he, when CJ Stroud went down, like, his head hit first, and then, like, you literally just saw, like, his legs, like like um, like a reflex of the legs, and it didn't look good. It it didn't look good, and, and it took and he he didn't get up, and you know they had the people check on him, and then he was eventually able to walk, but it didn't look good, and you could just see once he actually was feeling a little better, you could just see the frustration of him being pulled out of the game. Like he looked like he still wanted to play, even though after watching it, it was like, ooh, like him playing was the last thing they needed to do, especially since they were losing anyway, and it was only like seconds remaining in the game. Oh, my gosh, that makes it so much worse. I can't believe it occurred, like, seconds before the end of the game. All I recall is seeing him walking towards the tunnel and, like I said, just looking. If you if you ever see the clip and you kind of look into his eyes, his eyes did not look focused at all. He looked like, you know, he was just walking, but just in a sense walking and not really, really, really there. So it was very alarming for me, and I didn't know exactly what had occurred because, again, I didn't really watch the game, and um, so I missed it. But, yeah, he'll be, um, you know, I know all people are not into press, but I am, so he will definitely be someone that I'll be praying about. Well, speaking of things that happened towards the end of the game, Towards the end of the game with the Kansas City Chiefs, um, Patrick Mahomes was seen being very, very upset, yelling and cursing at the referees, which I was shocked because I don't know if he's done this before. It just was new to me. So, like, he always has, like, this innocent and just sweet persona. And I'm sure he's still, you know, every we're all human. We all have our breaking points. 
but it just was shocking to, it, you know, it's almost like seeing that person at work or something that's always quiet and smiling and then seeing them snap and it's like, oh my gosh, like you, like this person, like you don't, like at least that's how I felt. I didn't expect it from him. Like if somebody else had did that, I would have, you know, probably been like, oh, okay, like actually like, you know, if Tom Brady would have did it, you know, we've seen, I love Tom Brady, but like, let's not forget, there were definitely some games where we just seen Tom Brady sitting on the bench about ready to throw that little iPad or whatever tablet they're using. Like we've seen Tom Brady get upset when the game is not going well. So this was my first time actually seeing Patrick Mahomes get upset to this degree that he was yelling. People had to hold him back. Like he was mad, mad. Like, truly upset. I've never seen that side of him before. I've never seen him get that upset either. So that would have been um, quite an interesting look um, for me to witness with um, with Patrick Mahone. Now, I have seen him, you know, be a little theatrical, I call it, when he's looking for a penalty and, you know, doing his little overemphasizing, uh, you know, what had occurred or whatever to try to get that ref to be on his side to throw that flag even if it's a late flag but I never saw him have his full out tantrum so I guess it's the first time for everybody yeah and I think what was so frustrating for him was this was like the last chance to you know win the game basically so once they overturned like the referee overturned that play that was it that like that caused them to basically lose the game and um, I didn't watch it, so I, I, I only saw the, you know, of course, the, <laughs> of course, social media always show the worst, okay? I didn't see the highlights of him being his best <laughs> because of what happened. You know, what's trending online is, is, of course, him actually, like, having to, you know, have people hold him back. It, it kind of took me back to, like, you know, do you remember, like, maybe, like, high school, middle school, when you have that person ready to fight that's like, hold me back, hold me back, and all the people, like, holding them back so they don't do nothing crazy? Yes. That's, that's what it was given. Like, they had everybody, like, hold him back, and it was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is really happening. Like, he was mad because, like I said, that was the game changer. Like, they lost the game, and it was because that play was overturned, and, you know, that, and that was it. Time was up. They lost the game. Oh, well, okay. I think that tantrum may have been well warranted. <laughs> <laughs> but, poor baby, at least, you know, you can't get, you can't have it always the way that you want it. And, you know, that's that's just the game that you play in football. I mean, you win some, you lose some. But um, he has to learn to keep his composure, especially when it comes down to those referees. What will be interesting to see is will the NFL impose a fine on him or give him any consequences for going so far and then also, you know, being a little violent um, towards a referee, an official. That's that's usually um, not overlooked in the NFL, but we shall see what happens. Well, I don't know if I would say he was being violent towards him. Like, he was yelling, but there was so many people got to Patrick Mahomes trying to move him that it wasn't like he was right next to the referee. So, like, in the videos that you see online, you just see the people holding him and, like, him yelling at someone, but not someone that's, like, literally right in front of him. And then he throws, like, he throws his helmet down. But, again, like, it's not like the helmet almost hit the referee or he's like all in this person's face. You know, it was more of like yelling from afar and just like 
Yeah, that, that's pretty much what it was. It still gives the um, the notion of like passive aggressiveness and um, you know, it's just things that you're not allowed to do as a player to the referee. So, you know, when you cross that that borderline, um, usually it comes with some kind of a fine from the NFL. But we shall see. You know, it was in the heat of the moment, and you know, I'm sure he's um, re- you know, didn't really quite mean it in that manner, but. Again, you know, the NFL usually doesn't take those type of things very lightly, but we shall see. Yeah, we shall see. And shout out to his teammates because, I mean, the referee was definitely there and it looked like he was headed in his direction. But the coaches, like so many people got involved that he was not able to actually make a connection. So this could have been worse. So, you know, shout out to him having an amazing team to like help him, you know, stay as composed as possible and, you know, not letting it escalate any further because, you know, how they say people are watching. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Okay, well, today is going to be short because I'm cold. (laughs) I know that's not a good reason, but I don't know. Something about when this weather changes, like, I don't know what it is about the cold weather, y'all. I complain about the summer every season. Every time it's hot, I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's too hot. Then soon as the winter comes, I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's too cold. Like, I am never happy when it comes to the weather, but when it's hot, I'm at least still productive. Like, I'll still get out and wear my swimsuit and, like, go somewhere. But when it's cold, it's like, just cancel everything. I don't want to do nothing. I just want to, like, bundle up, watch movies. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, the cold weather for me is, like, that itis that some people get when it's raining. Well, I personally like the weather to be perfect, but we don't have too many perfect days. So you just have to take it as it comes. When it's cold outside, wear more clothes. And then you still look cute. And then you could just be in your nice little coat that you don't get to wear too often. And just wear your boots and just enjoy it. I'm just grateful to just be able to get out sometimes. Okay, it's obvious she, I, you know, obviously is living in the south or something. Because when you're dealing with cold weather and you're dealing with snow, Traveling with snow, let me tell you, snow is only cute on Hallmark photos and movies. Snow is not as much fun as they make it seem. Like, honestly, like, when I first, like, had my chance to be in snow, I thought it was going to be, like, so epic. And you know what? Actually, I, let me let me take that back. Let me partially take it back. Snow in Colorado is beautiful. But let me tell y'all, snow in Chicago, snow in Boston, like, I did not find that not did not I do not I do not find it fun (laughs) I don't find it fun when it starts icing and it's like you trying to walk in hills and be cute but then you're like sliding because there's ice on the ground and then it's like a black ice you can't even really see it till you're there and then once the street like the city like start like putting this salt and scraping it up and then it's just like this dirty snow or dirty shaved ice that's all brownish. It's, you know, it's kind of giving like Galveston Beach in Houston. <laughs> Not the beach look in the snow. <laughs> I mean, because like the ice is like all brownish. <laughs> okay, well, we'll take your word for that. But yeah, you know, the, the dirt at like Galveston Beach. <laughs> That is hilarious. But, you know, snow is snow. And um, I'll take my Hallmark. The Hallmark snow? Yeah, I'll take the Hallmark snow. That That's all I need to have for Christmas. 
Yeah, but that's not what you get depending on where you're located, okay? That Hallmark snow exists in Colorado. It is beautiful. And let me tell you, like, in Colorado, like, they still have the sun out. Like, it's it's so nice. Like, literally, when you're in Chicago, it's like, it looks pretty sometimes, you know, during the day, but it's so windy. You cannot feel your cheeks, like, and, like, you want to look cute, but you're so cold that you can't really look as cute as you want like it's it's kind of like all I want to do is just sit inside because I'm not from Chicago you know I'm not born and raised in Chicago so the people who from Chicago in Chicago like this is nothing for them and then the fact that I bought my coat in the south you know I feel like I should have bought my coat up north like you need a coat from Chicago for Chicago or something like that because what I have is just not doing it I have like the little cute lining and you know the little all year round jacket you can take the lining out but I don't know like my coat is just not doing it up there and yeah so I'm I'm over this I'm over this time of the year already and then in Tennessee they got like hurricanes and stuff okay we're about to have a whole nother different podcast so anyway let me go ahead and wrap this up because I am that person that would make a long story longer talking about something okay we're about to be done and now I'm about to get into a whole nother subject venting about the weather and where I'm traveling to for work y'all don't want to hear all that so anyways, thank you so much for listening to the Daily Job Podcast. I'm your host, it's me, Courtney, Courtney with the K.